welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Salon speaking. Welcome to episode 11 of the Sage podcast. Um, I'm going to start off by saying Happy New Year to everyone who's listening. I hope that you guys have an amazing year. I hope you all have goals for this year because I do. Actually, I think this is like the first year in my entire life where I actually set goals. Like literally like, I mean, every year, like every single year, you know, I think every year since I've been an adult or like that I've since I've been conscious about, you know, life goals. I've thought about things that I wanted to achieve or things that I wanted to do in the year. Um, But like this is the first year where I'm actually being intentional about it right like just literally writing it down and writing down long-term goals not just to accomplish this year but for years to come and then short-term short-term goals that are realistic right things that i know that you know are definitely doable this year and, and and are definitely achievable this year so um i just wanted to say start off by saying that like um, I hope you guys set goals. I really think it, it helps. I think it helps. It helps a lot with like narrowing down, narrowing down what you want to do and you know how how you would like to achieve these things and helps with time management. Really, like you know, last episode I remember it was called living with intentionality, which is basically spending your time and using your time purposefully and being intentional about what you dedicate your time to so happy new year i hope that it is it will be a happy new year a happy year all 365 days and um i hope you're able to achieve at least 70 to 80 percent of your goals this year 100 percent would be great but you know we live in a world where a lot of things are out of our control and while we can try to be intentional about everything everything will not always go 100 percent our ways sorry our way so there we go that's a very heavy way to start off the episode i'm so sorry oh my god <laughs> but <laughs> but i hope I, it's not heavy it's not heavy but it seems really like serious or, or stern but i hope that you guys achieve whatever it is that you set your mind to this year and for years to come <sighs> anyways now that we have that out of the way, I've got, I've spent my entire day listening to Gunna's new album, Drip Season Forever. And yo, listen, <laughs> I don't think I've ever spoken about Gunna here, so I'm going to speak about him. That's my G, alright? That's my fave, like, absolute fave. Before Baby even came in this scene, like, before niggas started paying attention to Baby, like, Gunna was that nigga right so i i love gonna like for days right so when he was dropping this first of all it seems like it seemed to me like um his last album wanna it seems to me like wanna only dropped like a year ago or like less than a year ago but then i realized that it dropped in 2020 like it actually dropped in 2020 and then recently i've just been thinking about how 2021 really seemed like a flipping seemed like it lasted for two minutes like a lot of things i look back at my videos i look at my back at my pictures and just moments from or memories from last year and it all seems like damn this happened in 2021 like this legit seemed like it happened in 2020 it feels like 2020 
was last year, right? It feels like 2020 was the year that we just finished. Like, it feels like 2021 is just an extension of 2020, but, you know. Oh, speaking of, can you guys... Can you guys believe that this is we're en- we're literally entering our third year living in a global pandemic? Like life has not been the same since December 2019, right? It's literally called COVID-19. That's how you put it into perspective like yo, we've really been living in this. This is this has been our reality for close for 3 years now. For 3 years now and it's like damn what is the world ever gonna go back to normal are we ever going to not have to wear masks are we ever going to not have restrictions are we ever going to like now there there's it doesn't seem like it right because like now there's new variants and i'm hearing that variants are doing collaborations now you know there's like new releases every week like very consistent right covid is very very consistent with it every week new drops you know there there was there was there was omicron or marion whatever (laughs) there was there was omicron (laughs) there was omicron there was um then then i saw news that they said that you know the flu and corona are collaborating so they call it the fluorona and then they there was also you know the the one that they they um discovered in france i don't know if it was discovered in france but when i first heard about it it was in relation to a case that was in france and it's called high 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 (laughs) it's called i hate you so i don't know what that is like scissors somebody said somebody on twitter said not the caesar variant like i hate you (laughs) but i don't know it feels like it's just something new every every week right feels like it's something new every weekend it just feels never it feels like it's never going to end like i'm so sick of it your whiskids whiskid was going to you know make a stop in canada for his tour i was you know i was ramped up i was ready to go i was ready to attend it i'm not even gonna lie this january but they cancelled right it's been cancelled it's been cancelled because you know omicron or whatever but truthfully like canada well you know i'm i'm sure they're just trying to take precautions they're just trying to be super careful or whatever canada really is like when it comes to the corona shit they're really the strictest like the u.s is just kind of living their lives now they're just like yeah you know if i perish i perish but like canada bruh like they cancel everything indoor dining no 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 you can't eat right now like ontario is really just like vibes they don't they can't eat indoors they can't do anything so yeah i knew the concert was gonna get canceled like absolutely no motherfucking way in trudeau's canada would a concert happen in the middle of a pandemic um what feels like the 500th wave you know so i knew that was gonna happen it's upsetting 
and you know they 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 have officially canceled the event right it's not an anticipation anymore like i, I think for the whole of december people were kind of anticipating that you know the 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 concert would be canceled if corona got worse and it did get canceled yo i like canada really is the worst place to ever like canada is the worst place if you, if you know you want to have fun in your life eh don't come to canada that's it corona or not like when it comes to leisure entertainment canada is just not the place for you man like there's it's a really boring country they kind of take away the fun from everything so many rules so many restrictions it's, it's just ugh, ew but yeah um it's been a very very long fight with this pandemic and right now realistically it doesn't even look like it's going to come to an end anytime soon and it's just it, it, it's restricting a lot of things and i remember when when the pandemic started right and i thought i talked to my therapist about this oh that's me like low-key telling you guys i i'm seeing a therapist yeah i'm just gonna put it out there I'm seeing the therapist now that's it's been great um it's been amazing actually um i've only had like two sessions i've actually have yeah two sessions and it's been it's been nice just having someone to talk to about those things and yeah before i lose my train of thoughts um i was talking to her about how covid basically reduced like the like i don't know it didn't help with motivation at all like i graduated in the middle of a pandemic right and it really did not help with like being motivated to you know pursue some of my passions at that time right i like in 2020 i did not give a fuck about time at all right the point where i am right now where it's like i'm on here advising you guys and saying use your time intentionally be purposeful about your time do this and do that um have great time management skills you know don't don't waste your time on nonsense this that and third i legit was the opposite of that person in 2020 right in 2020 i was just moving on vibes and motherfucking like i was moving on vibes and i like i don't <laughs> bro i was moving on vibes i was just living i was existing i wasn't living i was i was just existing like i after after right after graduation like right after i i graduated a graduation that I, I didn't even have like i didn't have an official graduation right but at, right after i officially knew that i was done with school because when we got a break from the pandemic like when everywhere when, when it was shut down schools were shut down and everything we were schooling virtually so i still had some some sense of purpose <laughs> some sense of purpose like early 2020 right so i was still doing i went to journalism school so i was still doing stories from home i was doing i was calling people doing interviews and it was easier at the end of my school year that year because it was easier to get stories virtually because of the pandemic like that was the excuse other than you know other than other than not being able to go out there like with journalists that's the exception right they let journalists go anywhere like during the pandemic they wanted us to go out but other than that like just being able to 
cover it because it was very like that was everyone's focus at that time it's like how has the pandemic affected your business or how has the pandemic affected journalists during this time i did a story on that actually like how the pandemic has affected journalists and it was so hard that was the worst story to pick at that time it was like one of my final assignments in school it was the worst story to pick because for that story i had to interview other journalists right and it's like every single person was so busy every single person was so occupied like i remember i walked into a conference room right it was a it was for a live conference it was a live broadcast that was going to go live um um basically the conference was held by the public health office here and the public health the chief public health officer was going to address the public and tell them you know the current state of the virus you know that was when they were literally just that day she announced the first few cases of of the virus in this province and i had picked the story where my my pitch my pitch to my editor was i'm going to do a story covering how journalists are feeling in this time right while everyone is safely tucked away in their houses being you know like isolating and um, practicing social distancing journalists have to be out here doing stories they have to be out here doing stories covering all this information and i'm bringing it to your screens while you're safe in your house so my story was i want to hear i want to see their perspective i want to do a day in the life be a fly on the wall type of story and just kind of figure out how they're feeling just interview maybe like get like two voices to interview one journalist and the other and this is such a small province so i thought it would be easy to do that but man was it hard because it was the worst time to pick that that was the busiest time for journalists nobody wanted to speak to me like i was there i was like yo i'm just gonna wait for for, i'm gonna wait for them to you know finish covering this conference i covered the conference too because it was just great for for extra stories and then right after the conference i'm like i walked up to one of the journalists and i said hey i'm doing this story for this is that by the way i was a student i wasn't an official journalist or anything for like any newspaper or anything i was just a student trying to get her assignment done and yeah for my school i could get published but you know they didn't give a fuck like they didn't (laughs) they didn't care i'm like yo i'm trying to get the story and then he's like yeah not right now like i'm literally rushing like he was literally on his phone he didn't even look me in the eye he's like yeah no not right now and he was like on his phone live tweeting you know um live tweeting this conference and trying to get all his stories up trying to get all his beats up after that he had to go to a another conference that was held by the premier of this province so yo just to cut the long story short this is just to say how i i picked the absolute worst story so how i got here was basically me saying that those were my last few those were my last few projects right before you know i had nothing to do for the rest of the summer um we were all locked in wasn't motivated to really pursue anything or do anything i didn't have a i i really didn't have a job then i didn't have a 95 then right i didn't have a 95 i was just really at home after school like after i had finished school and finished my last couple of assignments and projects and was officially a graduate 
I was just at home doing nothing guys i spent my days watching tv shows like i can tell you how many tv shows i binged watch how many k dramas guys if you know me you know i love k dramas with everything i'm gonna get to that soon because i have a k drama i have to tell you guys about but i watched k dramas bruh what <laughs> what <laughs> what <laughs> yo I watched a lot of K-dramas. I watched a lot of TV shows. Netflix was my motherfucking best friend, okay? Bestie. Like, I was on there chilling all day. And if I wasn't watching Netflix on my own, I was watching Netflix with my housemates. It happens to be that we were all kind of... We all... Yeah, there was one person. There was one person that had a job in this house. He was working from home. But every the, like the rest of us were doing nothing we're just chilling at home and you know like m- my, me and my housemates me and my housemates like we would if we if we're not if i'm not watching netflix i'd just be chilling with them like probably would be watching netflix together or would be playing another thing that we did through through the through the isolation was we would play scramble uh, we would paste oh my god why can't i speak we would play scrabble <laughs> we would play scrabble and we would just like play those games to, or or um what else we used to play heads up a lot right we used to play heads up a lot and we would drink you know cook together all those things those were the things that we mostly did through the pandemic and then when i finally went back into the workforce in august which was so hard to make that transition right i had stopped working from i believe it was february or march yeah february or march i had stopped working from february i'm just gonna say february i stopped working from february up until from late february up until august right so february is the second month of the year and august is the eighth month of the year so that's a whole six months where i wasn't doing anything with my life right and making that transition back into the workforce and pushing myself out and you know while it was a it was a good job it's it's not my passion I'm, i wasn't passionate about it right but i wasn't even motivated to look for a job in something that i was passionate about until recently so what i was trying to say was like my i'm just trying to use this as a segue to go into like pursuing your passions and the fear that comes with it right just because in my case because of that huge gap in between me graduating school and me trying to get into my field of study and working in in the things that i'm passionate about like writing journalism and media entertainment music um or you know social media like getting into those things and getting to the workforce and trying to get experience in those things when you have such a huge gap in between graduating and looking for a job is like ugh, is very nerve-wracking right because now people are looking for experience and they're trying to figure out so what have you done you know what have you like but how are you gonna go to them and tell them yo i've been holding back for six months because 
you know (laughs) i wasn't motivated or i didn't feel like i had to so this is just to say and it's not just with like the gaps that come in between it's just really like with with life in general and with things that you're passionate about like I don't know if it's just me. I, I doubt it's just me. I'm sure there's people out there that can relate. But the fear that comes with pursuing the things that you love to do is crazy, right? Because you start to overthink a lot of things. You think about how maybe those maybe I could I could work in this industry and it could not, it might not be for me, right? What if I start working here and I hate it? What if you know? What if I realize that this is really not my passion? Or what if I'm not good enough, right? What if I'm not good enough to actually work here? But we forget to we forget to like realize that all the people that we look we don't realize that all the people that we look up to in these industries, like all the people that we want to be like, right? For me, when it comes to music journalism, I look up to Elliot Wilson, I look up to um Brian B. Miller, I look up to Scotty Bean, like people like that, right? I look up to those people. Oprah. Oprah, heck, yeah, Oprah. You know? Those those people that work in entertainment journalism, people that have written for big publications, right? You look up to those people and you realize like they started somewhere. A lot of these people were these people were interns, you know. Um they were interns, they they were assistants, they started somewhere. All the people that are in the big places today, they started somewhere. There's probably people who told them like 3,000 no's before they got the one yes that got them to where they are today. So, well, it's always easier said than done, I think. Um, and this was, you know, also advised by my therapist as well as like, when you're setting goals for yourself in terms of pursuing passions in terms of really anything in life this is the rule is is called smart that's the approach is smart and basically it stands for excuse me it stands for um s is specific um m is measurable a is attainable r is realistic and t is um time oriented so basically it's like when you're setting goals you have to be very specific as to what exactly it is you want the end result to be you what what exactly is it that you want to do right and then measurable is you know um basically how do you measure the success of these things like how do you um, measure what's more important basically it's like priority setting and then a is attainable is this is this something that you can achieve in this amount of time right is it realistic like it comes it really segues into the next one right is this something you can achieve in this amount of time and how are you going to achieve it right you have to set like okay when how is it how is this going to be done how is this going to be done and then realistic is 
realistically in the situation that you are in right now and you know how your life is set up can you achieve these things in this certain amount of time again segueing into the last one it is time oriented so you do have to set time timely goals like you know set time limits to certain things right you know be detail oriented and be time oriented and 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 measure how you are going to achieve these things according to time again like basically investing your time and being intentional about your time you know so yeah i wanted to talk about that real quick because it's been weighing heavy in my mind and just basically segueing into like fear and how fear really holds us back from a lot of the things that we are supposed to do a lot of the things that we want to do and it's very important that we identify our fears just identifying what they are and treating yourself like being kind to yourself being kind to yourself like when you when you're able to communicate with yourself or people think this is gonna this is gonna sound crazy right when i say communicate with yourself i mean literally communicate with yourself literally like dig deep you know be self-aware and communicate with yourself and realize like what is it that i'm afraid of is this what I'm afraid of? There's a lot of things that you, you're afraid of that you don't even know. Is this what it is? Okay. And then when you identify what it is, you literally like tackle it. Like, okay, this is what I'm afraid I'm afraid of. How do I overcome that fear? You can't really fight something if you don't know what it is, right? It's like you can't overcome a challenge if you don't know what the challenge is. So that's why identifying your fears is very important before anything else when it comes to like goal setting and achieving goal setting and achieving um you know pursuing your passions and pursuing the things that make you happy or pursuing a career path or even education like pursuing education right you a lot of us just go to school like we go to school and we're like oh <laughs> In the society I'm from, a lot of people go to school and they, they don't do it for themselves. And that's why goal setting is difficult. And even when when there's when there's there are goals, there's just like there's no willingness or motivation to achieve those goals. Right. I feel like with a lot of people or a lot of, you know, youths or um a lot of young people a lot of young people that's the that's the phrase i was looking for but a lot of young people that are from where i'm from the african community right <coughs> excuse me guys from the african community who um it's not it's not that they don't want to go to school or they don't want to be educated it's mostly that they don't want to be educated in that thing that their parents want them to be educated in right you want me to go to school and become an engineer no i don't want to i want to become this like and a lot of times we you know we always say like oh african parents just want you to do like professional studies but do you guys know there's actually african parents that like even within the professional studies they're like like the professional courses and professional programs they're like still very they're still picky about it like i've heard about families where parents literally would say 
oh no 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 you know your your brother your older brother is a doctor so mm -mm, i don't want you to be a doctor how about you become a lawyer or mm, your older brother is a lawyer and your older sister is a lawyer so if you want to become mm -mm, i don't think you should become a lawyer you can can become a doctor and engineer like they literally tried to diversify the career paths in their family but like what if that child wants to become a lawyer lawyer why do they have to why do they have to compromise or change what they want to be or what they're passionate about because they're older like there's literally families like that right so this is just to say like people can be passionate about school i, I i'm i'm this is just a side note by the way the main conversation i'll go back to it but you know um people can be passionate about education and try to set goals when it comes to education but it's hard to attain those goals um when you don't it's hard to attain those goals when you're not passionate about those goals right so what i'm saying is um identifying what your weaknesses are and what the things are that what the things are that scare you like what, what is it that scares you what is it that's holding you back from pursuing this goal from pursuing just a diseducation from being the best at it as you can for from from um from doing it the best way that you can like what's what's really keeping you what's holding you back on until you until you really identify those things it's really hard for for you to move forward or do anything right it's hard for you to move forward or do anything or to even achieve those goals um and a lot of us right we stay comfortable in the spots that we're in because of fear of unfamiliarity or because of fear of instability and i'm not i don't want to project or speak for anyone but that's definitely the case for me. that was definitely the case for me right it's like i love comfort right <laughs> i'm obsessed with comfort i i want i don't like unfamiliar situations i do not like unstable situations at all it's one of the reasons why if i'm moving places or if i'm moving cities i become anxious even when i'm traveling i become anxious because of the uncertainty just like what's gonna happen when i'm there it's out of my control is this is that i've done everything within my control but a lot of things could go south <laughs> in those cases so for me it's like really the unfamiliarity of the situation right while i want to pursue my passion while i want to work in this industry what if i finally work there and i don't like it or you know now i'm gonna you know have to work for for certain people i'm gonna have to do things their way for a while you know how about like the the instability and just you know how unsettling it feels scares me and that's what that's what that's the case for a lot of people but the thing is like but the problem though with that is that most of the goals that we have and most of the things that we want to achieve you know in life when it comes to success literally there's i don't think there's a successful person in this world that hasn't been a risk taker you don't take risk if you don't push yourself out of your comfort zone if you don't think outside the box you literally cannot be successful like <laughs> it's just not possible <laughs> it's just not possible right so thinking outside the box and and being 
just limitless thinking limitless thinking being smart about your moves not just taking risks like an idiot <laughs> like taking risks unprovoked for no like nah but you know taking calculated risks and, and and being strategic about your movements and things that you do and decisions that you make concerning your career or your life or your financial goals or your physical goals any kind of goal that you set really um the only thing that would stop you from achieving those goals is really um a lack of motivation and fear right that's why the number one step is always to identify your fears before you tackle them if you're if you just know that oh i'm afraid but what are you afraid of like what are you afraid of how do you even tackle it if you don't know what it is um also this is a very important one like being and surrounding yourself with people that believe in your goals um not saying that you know there's there's just people that are surrounded by people that are not supportive a lot of people not everybody that's around you is your friend ah this one not everybody that's around you is your friend because niggas will be you'll be close to niggas like you'll be close to a bunch of people and you think that you know because you see them every day you talk to them like you think they're your friend um newsflash that's not true like not everybody around you is your friend trust me and you also have to know there's friends for everything for every situation there's friends that you share your career goals with and they'll motivate you they'll push you they'll drive you'll they'll make you they will ah, ah, you'll be the you'll, you'll be the best version of yourself you'll be you'll be motivated to do a lot of things now there's people that are lucky to have all kinds of friends in one that you can talk to about your financial goals you know career goals you know um relationship life personal life like they'll be they'll be super great or you know that it's not it's not always easy to come across those kinds of friends but they exist okay like it's real i can attest to that but not everybody around you wants to see you succeed not everybody around you that you think is your friend is going to be happy for all your small successes there's going to be people that you're going to they might say they might you know it might be it might sound like a joke right but little moments where you are successful little things that you're happy about they'll downplay it and they'll make it seem like it's nothing right or you'll talk about a goal that you want to you know a dream or goal that you want to achieve and they'll kind of be like huh how you gonna do that they'll doubt you they'll make you feel like it's unattainable they'll make you feel like it's unrealistic even though it's a very realistic goal and it's a very attainable goal so you have to be very careful about the people you let into your space and and how the people you share some of these things with there are just some wins that are private right like win in private sometimes it's not everything you have to flex it's just people will just people will just like manipulate your energy like they will manipulate your energy right you know that this is something that you're happy about but the way they'll downplay it and make it seem like it's nothing, you will start to doubt your successes. You will start to doubt. You start to doubt your your goals, your wins. You start to say, "Oh, maybe it's not that big of a deal." But it was. But before you had shared it with them, it was a big deal to you. But then now it's not because they're not as happy about it as you are, right? True friends 
who love to see you win right should be happy and excited for things that you're excited about if they understand you fully then they would understand why you're so excited about that little win or that big that small goal that you achieved so that's my two cents especially when it comes to friendships y'all just gotta be careful man like i'm serious not everybody's a bad friend and a lot of these things some people don't even do on purpose right you know your friend might downplay your goal and might not even be on like something that they're doing intentionally to hurt you or to make you feel bad it might just be what that person's limited to right it's goals and success is very it's just very subjective right Success to you might not be success to me. And success to me might not be success to you. Things that make me excited, that round me up, that make me happy might not make you happy, right? So it's not always the same. And so you don't always expect people to share in your joy. But I'm just saying as people who you expect or who you refer to as friends, they should know the things that make you... They should understand, right? They should be able to understand, like... You know, I'm not so excited about this, but I know this is something you've been working towards. So I'm so happy for you. As opposed to, uh, uh, is it that small thing? You know, <laughs> you know, excuse me. You know, it's like things like that. Things like little factors like that. Honestly, if you, and also like friends that, you know, friends that downgrade you, like I call it a joke, quote unquote. It's like, damn okay this is not really a nice thing for you to say there's such a thing that there's a difference between constructive constructive criticism and just being plain plain rude right there's friends that just come at you and they think oh because you guys are because you're guys you know you can just understand that that's how they talk but they don't know how you can think about it like you how that could affect you mentally or how that could affect your thought process or your confidence so i'm just saying don't allow your energy be infected by other people's energy and it's not easy that's why it's always great to tweak like tweak your environment according to how like study people's behavior and tweak your environment like tweak your behavior towards them basically give them the same energy they are giving you (laughs) like that's what i'm saying like if this person doesn't seem to be happy for your small successes don't share your small successes with them right because that's going to affect your energy and and affect your mindset if you know you have this friend that oh is always being negative or you know is always making comments about this and that and this try to stray away from those conversations or if you really don't like it and you don't like it about that person straight up tell them if they don't want to change distance really that's it distance um but yeah that's uh that's it really like that's really my two cents on on all of that i i don't know i was thinking i was talking about covid and (laughs) it turned into this conversation about passions and goals but i just wanted i still wanted to get that off my chest and just like put it out there you know like um so yeah i've been very happy with with yo guys if i tell you how hard it is how hard it was to find a therapist jesus 
I cannot believe it. It's like no one was taking clients, but you know, I found one and I'm happy. I guess, you know, all the struggles. It was it was worth it. It was definitely worth the worth the wait. Like I took a while to find to find her, but I did, and I definitely I love her. Like she's she's great. Um. So. I just wanted to talk about that. I just, uh, I like, I've been thinking a lot about passions and all of those things, and that's something that I still, again, wanted to get off of my chest. So I did. Oh yes, I did mention earlier that I wanted to tell you guys about some of the K dramas I was watching. I don't know if anyone who listens here watches K dramas, but if you do. If you do and you haven't seen the red sleeve, now there's people that watch K dramas that don't watch. Um, they watch K dramas, but K dramas, if you don't know, is Korea is like basically a Korean drama, like Korean TV shows. K dramas are. There's people that watch K dramas and they don't watch the historical ones, like the costume and period K dramas. But they watch the like the modern ones, right? So if you're one of those people, you probably won't like my recommendation. But I absolutely recommend that you watch the Red Sleeve, yo. That show wrecked me. Basically, I could not believe. Like I've I've watched tragic shows. First of all, I love tragedies. Like I'm so sorry that sounded very bad but when it comes to shows i don't mind bad endings at all um i think because of the fact that i get to sit with it a lot more and it's just a lot it's different right a lot of the like some k-dramas you know just more the end they end up getting married they're happy they're whatever it's it's always it's nice you know it's nice to have a a happy end happy ending (laughs) a happy ending but it's also very nice it's also very nice to like to see the unexpected which is basically a tragic end um and i'm so sorry that was a spoiler low-key but the red sleeve does not have a very good ending i'm just gonna say it straight up it doesn't but it's a very good show and um it's basically about the life of um a king and is is very is his beloved um concubine basically that's really what it is about um their their love story i don't think it's a love story honestly that show is really not a love story it's really a story about the concubine's life and how she she was a court lady she was a court lady who was serving the king she she's from you know she's not from a very noble family so she was a court lady serving the king and how for a long time she fought to re- to have that little bit of freedom as opposed to being the king's wife she fought so hard like she really did not want to you know be married to the king because she knew that that would take away her freedom and it's basically a story about her life and how no matter how, how hard she fought and while the king never really forced himself on her she couldn't move past her love for him right she sacrificed her freedom 
to be basically she, she sacrificed her freedom and her happiness to be with him Omo, Sha, good luck to her but <laughs> but that's the story anyways and it was great to see that the main the leads oh my god junho was so good i fell in love with him in this role i've never i don't think i've ever seen a show where you know like i'm i'm seeing one right now but that was after the red sleeve it's called um on next on netflix it's called rain or shine but other places it's called just between lovers and it's a pretty good show um but that the red sleeve was the first show where i watched juno and he's so good like his acting was fantastic okay that's enough because i know that half of you don't really watch k-dramas but you know and also oh my god i know that people have watched the witcher like years ago 2019 even before the pandemic but i avoided watching the witcher for a very long time because um not because it was bad or anything but because like i don't know i just wasn't feeling it like when it comes to the trailers that i was seeing and all of that i just felt like and the people online kind of discouraged me and said that it was a very confusing show that they were confused and then when i was you know i was really gonna ignore all that right i was gonna watch it anyways because i've i've heard in my <laughs> one thing i've learned is that when it comes to reviews when it comes to shows a lot of times i always feel different from the like a lot what a lot i always feel different from the masses like from what the majority of people would say or feel so the confusing part wasn't really what swayed me what swayed me was the moment i I actually finally made the decision to watch it they had you know they had premiered the full season one on netflix and then they announced a release date for season two and tell me why this guy said 2021 huh that was in 2019 i was like damn so i have to wait two years for season two like we're gonna go the whole <clears throat> and they said september 20 they said um december december 2021 so i'm like yo so i'm gonna go two whole years without a season two like i'm gonna forget the whole season one before season two drops so i, I was totally discouraged and never even considered watching it ever again after that and then recently a friend of mine was watching it and she was live tweeting about it and i was like damn are you watching the witcher and she's like oh it's really interesting i'm like yeah people said it was confusing so i never really watched it and then she kind of she without giving spoilers she kind of explained the timelines to me i think the timelines is what was confusing to people because it was three different timelines with three different characters running concurrently so um they were showing it all at the same time but it was like they were showing these three people's lives all at the same time but from three different time periods right yennefer the earliest Geralt's the middle and series um the latest so they they were they were showing all three of them you know and then eventually they met in the same timeline so I, I when i watched it she explained it to me on twitter and i'm like she explained to me like oh this is this person's the earliest the exact way i just said it this person's the earliest this person's in the middle and this person is the last and when i was watching it i was like 
it was very really easy i loved the christmas tree um the christmas tree structure of storytelling which is basically it had one long you know one long one trunk which is basically the story of you know like season one basically was the story of the fall of Sintra, basically how that city had fallen and then there was branches really like how how Yennefer got involved in this how Geralt got involved in this and what like what Yennefer's story is what Geralt's story is and what Ciri's story is and they kind of put it all together those were the branches they all put it all together and it was a loop right so it started at the fall and then ended back at what happened after the fall great great storytelling structure i liked it so i've i when i watched it i was like damn how come i didn't watch this since but i then i realized the reason i didn't watch it literally i watched it in december and as i was finishing season one they premiered season two and i'm like okay this is i remember this is why i didn't watch it was because of the the long time frame in between season one and two and now i'm doing research and it's seeming very much like we will not be getting season three until like probably late 2023 um they claimed they claimed it won't be two years so maybe it'll be early 2023 or late 2022 but it's still a long time that's a whole year waiting for a new season to come out (sighs) anyways guys um that's really what what i'm up to after this i'm going to be listening to the weekend's new album don fm it's sounding very i don't like okay okay let me just get this out of the way i don't like um (sighs) i don't want people to come for me but (laughs) i'm just gonna say this i don't like electro um I don't know what 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 genre should I call it. I don't know what genre to call it. Like um, synth pop, electro pop. Yeah, I don't like electro pop. The the weekend. I like R and B. The weekend. That's who I like. Right. I like. I could. I like pop. The weekend too. Like you know. I'm a motherfucking star boy. Like that's fine. But I like R and B. The weekend so much. Like that's that's how i fell in love with the weekend is you know his r&b songs like that's really what i liked about him the alternative r&b like kiss land you know um wonder lost um um the hills uh, uh the hills is even like the hills came later on but you know songs like that you know house of house of balloons like the trilogy oh my god that that the weekend is who that's who i fell in love with right that's what i liked about the weekend you know just kind of felt like in the nights that the weekend is what i liked and i don't know i the current the weekend i don't want to put him in a box right i think he had mentioned that one time and how people were trying to put him in a box and that's not what i'm doing and i know that this is working for him but i really just want like another 
my dear melancholy ep <laughs> like maybe my dear melancholy part two just just to satisfy the r&b the weekend fans like i just wish he would do that but um i'm sure this album is gonna be great still the last album was great not don't get me wrong i loved the last album after hours it was it had some jams in there and i'm thinking this one will probably be good too um but i'm just not a big fan in general of like psychedelia synth pop disco electro electro pop like i'm just not a big fan of that genre those genres in general so that's why i don't gravitate towards that version of the weekend as much um but i'm very i'm going to go into this album open-minded i'm going to listen and yeah i'll figure if i like it oh i just randomly remembered as i was talking about open-minded i just randomly remembered how much how underwhelming Brody Brody rich's album was like did you guys yo if you listen to that please come like please just let me know how you feel um if you know my social media like you can hit me up and let me know because (laughs) because i don't know i think the problem here when the weekend when sorry when Roddy Rich was dropping that album I think because people really roasted him after this album right people really did not like it I think it's the way he promoted the album if we really look at it the album that came before that's um um please excuse me for being antisocial it wasn't crazy oh my god blow my mind like that wasn't it right it was an okay album it was above average i think what really took that album to the next level and what really took ruddy rich's stardom to the next level was the fact that was the box right the fact that there was two pop artists at the time who had dropped the same time as he did um selena gomez and justin bieber i believe and none of them could remove the box from number one and i think that's what really you know that's why people started listening to that album and listening to that song to spite them because they were they literally were on the internet begging for number one for the number one spot so i think that's really what helps with like skyrocketing the sale of that album and that's why that album really went very viral and of course tiktok as well the box was huge so that single really carried that album on its back um, well, that's not even my favorite song on the album. That's please excuse me for being antisocial. Was a good album, no cap. It was. It was very good. Um, however, it wasn't. I don't think it was extraordinarily. I think it's not even the album that people would like. Real people that are Roddy Rich's fans, yeah. It's not that. Like, please, please excuse me for being antisocial. It's not the album people would like say. You know that's why i fuck with Roddy rich right most people would say feed the streets like that's what most people would say feed the streets was you know the one but you see live life fast <laughs> first of all that album had mad potential and he ruined it he ruined it ruined it like first of all i don't know why you would feature jamie fox probably one of the best r&b singers ever and have them talk on your album it just feels like the way roddy rich promoted that album he promoted it like damn guys this is a masterpiece 
but that album just seemed like a bunch of songs that he had been making and just like he just threw it all together and put it out right i just i don't know what he was doing i I don't know also can we talk about how like all the features these days for every trap rap album is like everything is just recycled somebody's talked said it on twitter and i honestly i didn't notice until recent until that person pointed it out but like every single rap trap album these days is 21 savage Ty Dolla Sign, Future, Lil Baby, Gunna, um, Drake, <laughs> like over and over and over again, right? Future, Thug, um, if it's too much, if it's too much, oh, like if they want to spice things up, they'll add Five Year Foreign. Five Year will come. They will now put him on a jewel beat. <laughs> They'll not put him on a jewel beats. Every single rap album, Ruddy Rich. Yeah, they always feature it. Like, it's always Ruddy Rich, Ty Dollar Sign, uh, 21, Sa- 21 Savage has, first of all, any song that 21 Savage is featured in, Fire, always Fire, because he, like, he never misses. All hits, no miss. Um, but you know i'm just like guys there's so many other people you know in like the rap in rap music in in trap that can do great jobs why is it always the same people getting featured over and over again every single album that came out last year like every single highly highly anticipated mainstream trap hip-hop album was like had those people featured in it future future 21 savage Future 21 Savage and Lil Baby. Like, there was literally no... I don't think there was, there was any mainstream album last year in hip-hop that didn't feature them. And it's sad. <laughs> it's sad. I mean, I'm not saying they're not good. Uh, um, they, they're they definitely at the top of their game, and that's why they're getting featured all the time. But I'm just like, we need some variety. And that's why... That's why I love Kanye, right? Like Kanye featured all these people too, by the way, he did. But I just feel like there's there's a lot more dive like when it comes to Kanye, for the for the kind of artist that he is and how big he is in the industry, right? He is still very diverse. Like he's very open minded when it comes to working with artists. He can work with anybody. He doesn't care who you are. He doesn't care at all. He's just, you just know when you listen to his music, you just know that when it comes to music, it's really just about the music for him, right? He's just so focused on the music. <sighs> Anyways, get that off my chest. Um, I think I'm going to wrap the episode up by saying thank you guys so much for listening and thank you for being patient with me and thank you for staying dedicated to this podcast even though i haven't been the most consistent i will try my absolute best this year to be more consistent and to drop more episodes for you guys i absolutely enjoy doing this and i hope that you guys hear that um please look out for more episodes yes look out for more episodes um please share with your friends if you have any friends that like podcasts you know tell them about me or whatever 
thank you guys for watching wow watching <laughs> thank you guys for listening is what i meant thank you guys for listening and um i hope you guys have an amazing new year an amazing month of january it feels like january is like five months in one but an amazing month of january and yeah don't forget to think like a sage this year <laughs> bye